0: Bridge toll, California customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon. Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's person? a good night. engagement? How card long gift? before a wedding should I send How out many and save the dates? Are in the first series Use of iMap the to check email best on best other best email best clients. clients. Identify That's
1: fonts up. from where, in where to find We ride
0: four trade. Welcome to the. Voices of Search Podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search Podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about log files in Googlebot. Joining us is Serge Bezborodov, who is the co founder and CTO at Jet Octopus, which is a cloud based crawler and log analyzer and an all in one SEO tech platform. With Jet Octopus, you can forget about project limits and you can crawl as many websites as you want. Jet Octopus can crawl 200 pages per second and 10,000 pages in less than a minute. And simply stated, they are the fastest and most affordable SaaS crawler and log analyzer without limits. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, JetOctopus is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. So far this week, Serge and I have talked about controlling Googlebot through log file analysis. And yesterday we talked about internal linkings impact on Googlebot. Today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about JavaScript that doesn't hurt your SEO performance. Okay, here's the third part of my conversation with Serge Bezborodov, the CTO and co-founder of Jet Octopus. Serge, welcome back to the Voices of search
1: podcast. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me here.
0: Yeah, excited to have you back on the show and to wrap up our conversation. You know, yesterday we landed the plane after talking about log file analysis and internal linking about the balance that SEOs need to keep. You need to have an understanding of your linking structure, both external and internal. You need to have great content and you need to have a sound technical SEO. And, and often we think about Sound technical SEO is minimizing the size of your site, making sure that nothing is getting in the way of loading your pages and keeping the size of the pages relatively small. So often we look at JavaScript and say, this is just bloat. Talk to me about ways that you can use JavaScript where it's not going to hurt your SEO performance
1: unfortunately the main problem with the javascript it's you're not using but your developers are using your javascript and every time i'm talking about javascript i say a lot unfortunately and many many bad words because javascript makes things more complicated and you know the seos last years became much more professional like you know they can deal with technical seo with log files analysis many things but the javascript is way, way more hard thing to deal with in SEO. First of all, with GS, it's like when you have client-side rendering, the server-side rendering is not implemented, you have a lot of pages, and you struggle with your indexation, and you... Do wherever you can, wherever you're in your power. But unfortunately, indexation doesn't came. And with client-side rendering, especially for the new websites, it's way, way harder, you know, to achieve your goals. And we are not talking even about JavaScript errors and implementation. So, JS is a broad topic.
0: Yeah, I think that the notion that SEOs aren't always in control of JavaScript and therefore can't solve the problem it's causing with their performance is a tough one. So how do you realize when you have JavaScript, not necessarily errors, but JavaScript bloat that is causing your site to have performance issues? And how do you start to work with your developers to solve them? Yeah,
1: first of all... What you have to understand, like the starting point is to use Google Chrome developer tools. So you just open it and you see what pages are doing. And you know, you can have a very teeny page and, you know, very small page which loads fast, but a page after it's load A page can, you know, make some Ajax requests, some background stuff, and it loads, loads more and more content. And your very thin page, like 50 kilobytes, can become like a very fat page for 2 megabyte, 5 megabyte. We saw a lot. And it brings you to technical issues about performance, core web vitals, everybody loves it, etc. The second part is about... Where page is calling. So when page making a background requests, you should see where what the target is. And also it's from our like clients' cases. We saw like a page load some script from suspicious websites because somebody forgets some tracking code in gtm like many years ago like its tracking domain was registered by like i don't know hackers etc and it brings you to security problems and you can get a letter from google your website has security issues and get rid from the index and other part is is about JavaScript errors when a page rendered not properly and uh, Googlebot renders page in a different way, not as you see in the browser. And also, robots.txt here came, you know, when you can occasionally block some JavaScript files or in general, all JavaScript files and your page again can't be rendered properly by Googlebot. But you as as a human, you see it's very like cool page, everything works in the browser, but not in the Google. And what I just said here is, I don't know, like 10% of all possible JavaScript issues.
0: So it seems like JavaScript issues are just everywhere. There's 10 different ways that you could screw up your website using JavaScript. Are there ways that you could think of where JavaScript actually supports and helps SEO performance?
1: Oh my God, the truth is, of course, no, you know, and JavaScript brings by some developers who don't want to develop on PHP onto other languages, and because JavaScript is paid higher for developers, and everybody now wants to be React, Angular, like, and other frameworks developers just because of the high salary. I'm sorry, but it's the truth from my perspective of view. And okay. No,
0: I appreciate the candor. So if JavaScript is being used because somebody gets paid more to develop it. What are the workarounds and what should people be doing to boost their SEO performance and not take the shortcut of just relying on JavaScript?
1: Unfortunately, it's not an SEO decisions to go for JavaScript migration, etc. It's usually like came from business and OK, you just should support JavaScript migration and you have a huge website and old website. And one of the main thing what you have to do, you have to push its server side rendering. Wherever Google said, you know, like Mueller's and other guys and girls in Twitter and what you're hearing server size rendering should be implemented and it helps a lot with scroll budget and helps a lot with indexation because you remember Googlebot doesn't render like your page immediately immediately and for huge websites and not like So authority websites, Googlebot doesn't render all pages and Kevin Indyk had uh, recently, like in one month, had a research uh, of huge websites who implemented server-side rendering and their rankings became higher. So Google it and find it. And server-side rendering is the main and key point for you. The next point is just handling the content on a page. It should be properly rendered, JavaScript errors, etc. But, okay, also I should add five cents here. So do not think me as a JavaScript hater. It's a great tool for for single page applications, for example. I use them a lot. For some e-commerce, like for checkout process, it's a great tool and it makes websites like much better. But in proper use and using query it should not be used, it's wrong decisions.
0: You know, it's kind of how I think about cookies, not the delicious snack, but the way that we capture data and understand what's happening across websites. People have abused cookies and they have taken what was originally intended to be a way to capture a user state and allow a consumer to interact with a website and have some sense of memory of where they were and it became this sort of cross website tracking capabilities and javascript you know isn't meant to be used the way that it is practically used so you know, your server side solutions. There are other ways that you can accomplish the same goals without relying on tools and technologies that aren't going to harm your SEO performance. Give me one last tip for the SEOs that are out there and that are realizing they have tons of JavaScript, you know, they're plagued with errors. It's causing headaches. How do you have that conversation with your development team or your business unit to say, we really need to address the amount of JavaScript we're using and what we're using it for?
1: So the first advice is to be friend with your developer teams. You know, they're also not happy about all these JavaScript errors and all that stuff. It's hard to fix it and hard to deal with them. So be in a good relationship and good communication with devs, for sure second part is analyzing and analyzing on a scale like we have in JetOctopus a great JavaScript crawler and improve it a lot, especially like shooting JavaScript errors, hidden errors. So you not seeing all possible issues just in a browser. So go to Google Search Console, use JavaScript crawler in JetOctopus and, you know, simply on a scale, crawl 1 million URLs. And if something breaks even on bunch of URLs there, you will see it for sure without any assumption, without any particular partial crawls, etc. So, and the third is to check properly rendered content because even when website has server-side rendering, it doesn't mean it's full server-side rendering. It's also from cases from our clients some blocks can be missed, so. Because developers think, it, okay, the main content is on a page, it's fine, but, you know, like, related products can be rendered after, you know, in background loaded. But for you, related products is internal linking, and it's not rendered on a page, and it started to render it after a scroll. And we remember Googlebot doesn't make scrolls, and your internal link it, I'm sorry, fucked up. So, what to do? Go for it
0: you know, it's an ongoing battle when it comes to managing your technology stack and managing your SEO performance. And it's why tools like Jet Octopus are so important. It's not just about figuring out what your content is, making sure that you have the right internal linking. You have to be able to understand the entire picture of what's happening with your website, your technical, your content, your linking. And like we said yesterday, that's a juggling act. It's a balancing act. If you can't manage the relationships with your developers to solve technology problems, it doesn't matter how good your content is or how great your internal linking is. So, Serge, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and telling us a little bit about some of the technical practice and some of the ways that SEOs can make their lives better. Thanks for being my guest.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Serge Bezborodov, the CTO and co-founder of Jet Octopus. If you'd like to get in touch with Serge, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Serge Bezborodov. It's a long one, so I'm going to spell it S-E-R-G-E-B-E-Z-B-O-R-O-D-O-V. Or you could visit his company's website, which is JetOctopus.com.